Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with the Master Key. I want to apologize for being a few minutes late here. Uh, got caught up with the time. Uh, with the time, get caught with the time, but the time uh, got caught up with me. I was uh, in the midst of um, studying, preparing for the night, and that uh, clock when I called my wife said, You forgot about the block talk radio? Said, oh, the time. Oh, I didn't realize what time it was. But nevertheless, we're so grateful and thankful uh, to the Lord for uh, this night session. This is the last night uh, of uh, Block Talk Radio for 2012. Uh, I pray that you have enjoyed it ever since we started. I think we started the month of September, October. And I pray that um, God has richly blessed you uh, uh, during these sessions with myself and Prophet Kathy times that we have shared together, times she has shared with the uh, women of God in the body of Christ, as well as every single woman, not just in the body of Christ. So I pray that uh, you have been richly blessed by uh, what the Lord God has uh, been uh, sharing with us, uh, sharing with you, rather, during this particular time of, uh, of the year. I am really excited about um, where God have us, the time that we're living in, and the thing that's upon us. You need to understand, once again, every single thing operates by faith. Uh, You can't get around this faith thing. Your warfare must be by faith. You apprehending and receiving everything that God has promised you is all by faith. Faith. So that must be reality. But uh, nevertheless, tonight uh, we will be having our uh, uh, watch night service. I know many of you will be having your own watch night service tonight. And my prayer that uh, your watch night service tonight will be uh, dynamic. Uh, pray that the, uh, the power of God will flow. Uh, I pray that God will just do some extraordinary things uh, uh, with you, so uh, that once uh, uh, God begin to manifest tonight, I believe that God is going to give uh, your man of God or your woman of God uh, a a powerful word uh, for tonight, and so you're going to be blessed exceedingly abundantly above all that you're able to ask or think. I believe that. I've been not only praying for our service; I've been praying for all of the services all over the world uh, um, in the body of Christ, that God will anoint every man and woman of God to articulate his heart and his mind to all of those that would be present, saved and unsaved, and that Jesus will manifest himself, and those that did not saved will leave here, uh, leave their meetings uh, saved, encountering Jesus in a real way. I, I don't have my uh, personal information with me, concerning uh, the prayer line, but if you've been going back to the reference numbers, listening, all the information is there. Uh, uh, I've been preparing myself here 
uh, at the hotel here preparing myself for tonight. Uh, looking uh, forward to uh, what the Lord God is articulating, is going to articulate to the people tonight and what he's going to demonstrate uh, before the people tonight. Um, this is our due season. This is our set time. My prayer to God that this don't become a cliche to those that have been listening, especially those of, of, um, of Panorama Christian Center. Uh, don't become just another cliche or just another thing. Sounds great. Uh, it's not magic. This is not a magical word. It's not a a, a, a mantra uh, that you just speak in hocus-pocus and something transpire. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to understand something. You're never going to ever apprehend all that God has for you without a fight. And there's a real enemy. So we, we get so excited, so excited. The devil does not sleep. He does not slumber. 24 hours he's plotting and planning. But we're not to be afraid of him. The reason I'm saying this is that you have to continue to be sober. Don't allow yourself to be drunken, uh, intoxicated uh, uh, with the promises of God. Be intoxicated with his Holy Spirit. Be intoxicated with the Lord Jesus Christ. So we get excited about the promises, the blessings, the house, the car, the children, or the business, or God restore my family. Then when you do, what are you going to do then? When you get the promise, then what? The same God that blessed you is the only God that will sustain you. So some of us Christians, we're so gullible. We, 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 I mean, we, we get excited uh, about a lot of things, but at the same time, we just let our guards down and let the enemy come in. The same devil that stole from us before, destroyed before, uh, uh, we're letting back in. We're letting our guards down. You and I are in um, the kingdom of God, born again for God. We're in this kingdom for Him. You you don't work if you if you don't have your own business. You go to a a, a, a job uh, Monday through Fridays or whatever days you work. You're going there for that company. You're going there for your boss. You're going there for the president of that company. All the days of your life on this earth, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to be in warfare. You're going to be in warfare, some some kind of warfare. If you're not warfare, you're going to be warfare for somebody else. Go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. That wasn't the scripture I was looking for, looking for, but Mark 16. And these signs shall follow them in my name. They shall cast out devils. Everybody should be casting out devils. This is... You're in the kingdom. I'm in the kingdom. We're casting out demons so men can enter into the kingdom of God. But we want the blessings. We want the promises. But when was the last time you cast out a devil? When was the last time you bound a devil? You rebuked the devil and drove that devil out? It's not too late, ladies and gentlemen. It's not too late. It's a little after 6 o'clock now. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We've got about six more hours. Less than six hours to divinely align, to divinely align. I've been sharing people, do not go into 2013 with issues in your heart. Let's get this thing together. Let's get it right so you can enter in 2013, enter in with a blast off, enter in in the glory of God, enter into the presence of God, enter in with momentum, enter in with momentum. 
of the supernatural. Do not fret. Do not quit. Do not give up. we got less than six hours. God has promised some powerful things to us. And uh, I've been experiencing tremendous manifestation uh, like I haven't experienced in, 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 in a long time in the natural realm in, in years. And I said probably the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. Uh, that's because I have entered into a state of restoration. Uh, I have entered into a state of reinstatement. And I believe everyone is in relationship with me, everybody connected to me, even those that uh, is that joins us on this radio program because of relationship. This is how everything where everything is transferred through relationship. And I believe that the grace of God, that God has uh, placed upon me, is being released to you, those that believe. And I believe the reason you joined the broadcast is because you believe in the things that the Lord God has articulated. You believe in the prayer uh, that is prayed over you. I believe you believe. So therefore, therefore, do not enter into 2013 with any issue. The Bible says, give Satan no place. Give him no place. Give him no place. So I am counting on you. I am believing God for you that you are going to enter in 2013 victorious. You're going to enter in more than a conqueror? I believe. So this is the day that the Lord God has made. I'm in it. I shall rejoice, and I shall be glad in it. Now, let's get down to business, ladies and gentlemen. Now, are you ready? Are you ready for God to move on your behalf? I'm going to ask you again. Are you ready for God to move on your behalf tonight? Then go ahead and say, tonight is my night. Tonight is my night. So you determine that, not anyone else, but you determine that. Nobody can stop you. No devil can stop you. Are you hearing me? No one can stop you. But you, have you made that decision that this is your night? Well, I stand in agreement with you. I stand in agreement with you that the Holy Ghost is going to move on your behalf tonight and you're going to experience a dimension of God like you have never in your entire life ever experienced. And you're going to experience the restoration of all things. I'd like for you, those of you that is uh, that is with us, uh, we 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 shared a um, a series called Payback, and we concluded yesterday. It really wasn't a conclusion, but um, it was concluded. It wasn't a conclusion, but it was concluded. We want you to uh, go to our website and and, 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 and and get that. I think it will be a blessing to you, talking about the vengeance of God. Some of these things we already shared uh, uh, on the uh, prayer line. Uh, I think it's a three-part series, but I think it would be a tremendous blessing to you if you will go and, uh, and, and get that. 
it'll encourage you. It'll strengthen your faith. It'll, it'll, it'll give you the grace to be able to take back every single thing that God has commissioned you to receive. But you've got to understand how it works. It's not magic. It's not magical. So when you begin to understand it, then God will begin to use what comes out of your mouth, what comes out of your mouth, not the mouth of the pastor, not the mouth of God. See, what comes out of the mouth of God must come out of your mouth. When God speaks it, you speak it. Then God now can go and perform it. Are you getting this? So don't don't you allow yourself to be manipulated by any work of darkness. Don't allow yourself to be manipulated to, by what you see, hear, smell, taste, and feel. This is your due season, and this is your set time. And nobody's going to be able to stop you. Now, let me ask you this question here. When God manifests everything that he's promised you, or when God manifests what he did promise you, uh, for 2013 or uh, 2012, the end of 2012, when God manifests himself to you, what are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? See, understand, Satan is the God of this world. God does not bless you with anything that's going to take you away from him. Will you cease to be the woman of God or the man of God that God called you to be? Will you cease to pray, will you cease to fast, will you cease to do the normal things that's going to enhance your relationship and your intimacy with the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings? Or do you love him based on what he can give you or what he promised you? Then that means I am a user. I am a user and I am an abuser. That means I'm in this relationship for the wrong reason. I'm in this relationship with God based on what God had promised me, what he can give me. Once I get it, I'm gone. That's why God tests our hearts before great manifestation comes. That's why God had to test the heart of Abraham before God said, now I know you won't withhold any good thing from me. And basically what God was saying, you won't withhold your heart from me. Because, well, a man treasure, that's where his heart is. If I'm withholding my heart, then whatever's in my heart, I'm beholding it from God. If my spouse is in my heart, my children's in my heart, ministry, business in my heart, if I'm withholding my heart from God, then I'm withholding all those things I just articulated. He wants my heart. Then I'm going into 2013 with an open heart, a surrendered heart a committed heart. And everything's in my heart, I give it to God. Everything's in my heart, I deliver it to the hands of God. Everything that's in me, I give it to him. Now, who's better to keep and to protect your heart and everything's in your heart than God himself? Nobody, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely nobody. Nobody has the ability and the capacity to take anything away from you, nobody has the ability or the capacity to take anything from God, your Father. 
but 2013, you determine that you're going in covenant with God. Jehovah, Elohim, Yahweh, Adonai, El Elyon. You're going into 2013, one with Christ, and Christ is one with you. The one who conquered, the one who defeated Satan over 2,000 years ago. And the victory that Jesus won for you, you're one with that victory, and that victory is one with you. That you're going to take victory in the 2013. The Bible says that you and I are more than conquerors. You're going to take that conquering anointing, that conquering power into 2013. The Bible says we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. I'm going to take that overcoming anointing, that overcoming power, that overcoming authority into 2013. And let me share something with you that the Lord began to do with me about today. And this all falls in line. Ladies and gentlemen, we need a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And that is the missing ingredient. That, that is the missing element, the missing ingredient that's going to sustain you, that's going to sustain me, that's going to keep you, that's going to keep me. That is the missing ingredient. That is the missing element. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on... I want to apologize. I touched this button here by mistake here. Uh, apologize. Uh, uh, but the Holy Spirit, the relationship with the Spirit of the living God, he is the key uh, to your success, the key to you apprehending the promises of God, the key to you being sustained, the key to who sustains the promises of God. It's the Spirit of God. Now, I want to challenge everyone that's on Block Talk uh, 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 Radio today and those that's in chat today. I want to challenge you before 2013 enter in. We got we got a few hours. I want you to kind of meditate where you're located with your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And everything that you have accomplished and experienced, it, it, if it wasn't the Holy Spirit, it was you. It was all flesh. And that's what that's going to be the key to you and I going to different realms and dimensions in God. That's going to be the key. The key is going to be the Spirit of the Living God your relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's the one that teaches you warfare. He's the one that teaches you God. He's the one that teaches you the, the Son. He's the one that teaches you about the kingdom of God. He's the one that knows Satan. He's the one that knows his strategies and stratagems. Your success, my success, is contingent upon that relationship with the Spirit of the living God. With that relationship... He's the one that convicts of sin, righteousness, and judgment, the Spirit of the living God. The Holy Spirit is the one that uh, when there's something that is out of alignment, the Spirit of God is the one that makes it a reality to me. He speaks to me and shows me, that's not me, son. That's not God. And then if I yield to the Spirit of the living God, uh, my heart, uh, not so much heart, but my sensitiveness, and a lot of people say, I don't, you know, I don't hear the voice of God. I, I don't understand. Majority of the time, because our heart is so hard. And our heart becomes hard because we have a tendency to disobey the Spirit of God. He's God. What calls a man to be sensitive to the Spirit of God is promptly obeying the Spirit of God. 
if you watch a television series, that's the only thing to do this. And, and, and you run into an episode and, and run into a part that that's uh, that you've been looking to, to see what the answer is or the solution uh, going to be to the situation that happened on the that reveals that you value that thing more than the Holy Spirit, and that causes your heart to become hardened. Your heart only becomes sensitive to the Spirit of God through obedience. And only the Holy Spirit can help me be set free from, uh, from this realm or heart that is hardened. And so, therefore, we need to begin to develop this relationship with the Spirit of God like never before. Be- I need to have a, a relationship with him even to be the person that God has ordained the point of me to be. Without that, I can't be the husband, I can't be the father, I can't be, I can't be the leader, I can't be a businessman, I can't be nothing. The Holy Spirit is the agent in the earth realm uh, that, that, that represents God the Father and God the Son. Even the throne of God, the heaven is at the realm of God. The Spirit of God came from God. He knows the heart of God. He knows the mind of God. He knows your past, present, and future. He's our helper. But the problem with us, we neglect him. We abuse him. We misuse him. And and when we do that, we cut ourselves off from the Lord Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves off from the Father, because you and I can never know the Father nor the Son except through the Holy Spirit. Lord, really been dealing with me uh, 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 a lot about the Holy Spirit the last few uh, weeks. And one of the issues, things that he confronted me about even, even today, this morning, is uh, where is your leadership is located in their relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do your leadership know the Holy Spirit? Have those, you have, uh, uh, is your leadership being taught by him, trained by him, educated by him? Is he not a teacher? Is he not a helper? Is he not a strengthener? Is he not a standby, an aid, an intercessor? So when there is a struggle in any kind of capacity, is because of a lack of union and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. What did Jesus tell the disciples before he left here? He said, go into the upper room and tarry for the Holy Spirit. Tarry means wait. Wait until you endued with power from on high. I've been examining my own life. been examining my own self. Can we say that we and our leadership, our pastors, our leaders, is endued with power from on high? Ladies and gentlemen, the church cannot be advanced without this endowment with the power from on high. The kingdom of God cannot be advanced without this endowment of power from on high. If if, um, I am not in due with power from on high. How can I accomplish the divine and perfect will of God? Impossible. Without the endowment of power from on high, demons cannot be cast out. Without the endowment of power from on high, you can forget about walking in the supernatural. 
That's one of the things that God has been uh, has been articulating to us. Uh, that the realm of the supernatural has been opened up to us. But where does it do in the power of And if the people of God, if Panorama herself is not asking to be endued with power from high every day, we're going in our own strength. And that is the, that's the, that is one of the most masterful deception of the enemy because I can become good at something. I can become good at spiritual things and not even be spiritual. Because your flesh is a master at being in control. It loves being in control. And if you do anything long enough, you become good at it. Practice, make, perfect. And that's the manipulation. And that's, I see this, and we satisfied with it because there's nobody to challenge us in the manipulation. There's no one to challenge us in the manipulation. So therefore, we, we become good at preaching. You can preach without being to do with power from on high. You can be an excellent teacher without being to do with power from on high. But my preaching is dead and my teaching is dead. I can become skillful at witnessing, but not in do with power from on high. And one of the ways that you can tell if a person has been in do with power from on high by by anything that they do. They will always give God the glory. But when there's a trace or element of flesh in there, what you did should let you know something. It should let you know something. You are doing these things to get glory. You are doing these things, and Jesus is not getting glory. You are doing these things, uh, and the Holy Spirit is not a part of it. Because when the Holy Spirit is a part of it, it's going to be supernatural. He's going to take you beyond your capacity. He's going to take you beyond your ability. We need to be endued with power from on high. We need a relationship with the Holy Spirit within and a relationship with the Holy Spirit without. And I think that's what we miss that because our flesh is a mess. We have done so many things and accomplished so many things in our own strength, in the name of God, because we don't know God. And we'll use Jesus' name quick. We'll use his name quick. We'll use God's name quick. This is what the Lord did. This is what the Lord said. With all the time, it was you. That should be evidence that we struggle from spirit to carnality, a spirit to flesh. It's a struggle. What is the motive of my heart? All of us, when we're in do with power, we can lead other people to be in do with power from on high. So there's a challenge to me. There's a challenge to me for me, my household, this leadership, this congregation, to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit like we have never had it before. What does it really look like to be in do with power from on high? The manipulation is speaking in tongues. We got some of the most carnal, fleshly, fearful people and the body of Christ speaks in tongues. That should show you something. Yeah, this is me talking. This is not the Lord talking now. 
I believe the love of our tongues is, is, is not the Holy Spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. Because when we see the people in the book of Acts, the 120 in the book of Acts, on the day of Pentecost, being endued with power from on high, look at their lives. Their lives were transformed. They were full of the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of the Lord. They were filled. It wasn't their tongues. It was the characteristics and the attributes of the Most High God that was made manifest in them and through them. We speak in tongues and we still lie. We speak in tongues and we still cheat. We speak in tongues and, and we still fearful. We speak in tongues and we still steal. We speak something's wrong with this picture. You shall be endued with power from on high. How about the Holy Ghost has come upon you? And you shall be my witnesses. And you shall be my witnesses. You shall be my witnesses. I'm going to witness the Lord Jesus, and on the way I can witness the Lord Jesus because the Holy Spirit has witnessed the Lord Jesus to me. That's how my life is transformed. That is how my life is transformed. Jesus reality to me. When God becomes a reality to you, God is Jesus, Jesus is God, become a reality to you, then everything else is insignificant. I lie to myself. And the problem with the body of Christ, we're impressed with everything but the right thing. We're impressed with preaching, we're impressed with teaching, and all these things say they can do better than all human beings on the earth put together. We're impressed with prophesying. We're impressed casting out devils. Satan does all that stuff better than all of us put together. But am I impressed with a man that can love, a man that can forgive, a man that is bold, a man that's courageous to articulate the heart of the mind of God regardless of what people think in the midst of all opposition. I have to examine myself. I have to examine myself. Where am I located? Am I with the Holy Spirit? What is the evidence that I am filled with the Holy Spirit? What is the evidence that I am empowered by the Holy Spirit? What's, what's, what's the evidence? Am I still struggling with forgiving people? Have God forgiven? Yes. Have Jesus forgiven? Yes. Do the Holy Spirit forgive? Yes. Why am I struggling? And the evidence is, most likely, I don't have the relationship that I thought I had with the Holy Spirit. That's on me. And maybe I don't know how. That's another thing I think that maybe I don't know how. Maybe it's going to take the same thing that it took uh, the the uh, 120 of the room. And I'm not talking about tarrying, calling on Jesus' name, but I am talking about waiting. 
Do I not awake for him? I've been examining myself. Do I not awake for him? Is, do, I, do, do I know how to take, bring my spirit, my soul, my heart, my mind, bring it to a place of rest that the spirit of God can come? Then I need to cry to God for the grace. Because when the spirit comes, God comes. When the spirit comes, Jesus comes. And when Jesus comes, the Father comes, everything that they are comes. Love comes. Peace comes. Joy comes. Boldness, courage, authority, power, wisdom, righteousness, all that comes. If it's in me and it's come, why isn't there a great manifestation? And that we see in people all around us been affected because our lives have been affected. Like it was with Jesus, his disciples, on the, after the day of Pentecost. Ladies and gentlemen, let us not be tricked. Let us not be deceived. Let us not be manipulated by the powers of darkness. Let us, I pray, come to the place that I'm going to live in the spirit, I'm going to walk in the spirit, I'm going to move in the spirit, and the only way that can take place, the only way that can take place is I must go by way of the pattern of Christ. What is the pattern of Christ for the Holy Spirit to come? Death to EJ. Death to self. Take up my cross. Deny myself. Then I can follow him because I can be led by him because I have the spirit of God. Jesus, after his death, after his resurrection, he ascended on high he emptied his blood before the throne of God. Then the Holy Spirit was released on the day of Pentecost. Because now he was glorified. He was released. The only way that the Spirit of God can be released and I can be led by him, governed by him, influenced by him, is death. Death to my flesh. Death to myself. Death. And that is the part that we're afraid of, but once we experience it, it's the most wonderful thing that, that could ever happen to us. Death. Death to EJ. That's the only way that I'm going to be able to experience the life of God if I'm willing to experience the death of EJ and so many struggles. So many people are so inundated with that. Flat under us Christians. I really, really desire for you to get this series that we started uh, this year. Still got a good ways to go on the anatomy of man. A lot of people first start talking, oh, man, this is good. Well, I understand it. I see it. I see it. It's died down in them. 
That they don't care. That's how it is. Here's something never heard before. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is great. Oh, 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 oh man. Lord, show me this. Lord, convict me about this. Lord, convict. Let the conviction stop. It's like you're doing it now, and you don't care. I pray the Christians they don't care. But the same Spirit of God that brought conviction when it first was taught, he, he ceased to bring conviction. A lot of be satisfied. Because nobody's challenged him. When somebody challenges you, you get offended. And this is a good one. Remind me of the king when uh, Jehoshaphat was going to battle with the king of Israel. Is there any prophets? Yeah. The prophet said, there's no other prophet besides the prophets of Israel. Yeah, there's one prophet. But he always prophesied something negative to me. He always prophesied something bad. They brought the prophet Michael. And he just told the truth. But the king did not want to hear the truth. So the king said, he always speaks from the bad. How is it that we have an issue when somebody got used to somebody to point out to us the things that is hindering our lives and blocking intimacy? Is, do we call it bad? Then we said, well, you never speak words of encouragement. You never, you never say anything good. It's always something negative. It's amazing how carnal we are, how fleshly we are. And that's a revelation that, that the Holy Spirit is not at work in my life, in my heart, because I don't care what comes. If it's the Holy Spirit, it's God. I want it. I want it. That's just like my younger daughter. She's uh, she go to dance class, and uh, and the uh, her director, dance teacher. Uh, this is a little advanced for her, and it's good for her because this is going to to uh, provoke her and and toughen her and give her more of a professional mentality. But the majority of the time, the teacher's always pointing something out to her. I'm with her teacher, it's always pointing something out. And she told me, she went to the teacher and said, if there's anything that I need to work, I can work on at home, and I was proud of her for, for, for that. And the teacher pointed some things out, shared with her some certain exercises. Now that's that, and, 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 and with a person with another mindset, that man, the teacher always points something out. The teacher don't never say anything. Wait, wait, wait. You don't graduated. She don't go to the same dance school she was going to before, because that's how that dance school was. And it impede her growth. It impede her growth. And so, therefore, if there's nobody challenging you, you are not growing. If you're not really sure anybody's going to challenge you, you're not going to grow. And then if they challenge you, you look at it as negative, 
it reveals where you're really located. You do not have a relationship with God. You're liking. Because when you have a spiritual mentality and a spiritual mindset, when things is pointed out to you, you see it as coming from God. And in your heart, and the only reason I can say that, ladies and gentlemen, I've been there. Thank you, Lord. We had our bishop here in uh, October 7th, and uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, speak to him. We left the early that morning at one of our uh, people uh, dropped off at the airport. But I called him. I got his answer machine, and and I and I said, uh, uh, Bishop, there's anything that you see uh, that I can better myself or better this ministry. I pray that you don't hesitate to to share it with me. I wouldn't have looked at it as negative. If you had got with me before he left here and said, you know, I saw this and saw this right here, blah blah blah. I wouldn't have looked at it as, why are you putting me down? Because, ladies and gentlemen, when you and I have a relationship with the spirit of the living God and understand that God really loves us, we always look at things negative. That's really the key. We struggle. We struggle with love. We don't understand love. We still have a carnal, worldly mentality concerning love. We still have a worldly, sensual mentality. And the reason I said sensual, because the flesh is sensual. Everything about the flesh is sensual and is devilish and demonic. So so we, we bring that stuff from the world over here, uh, uh, romance. Nowhere in the scripture you see love as romance. It's not wrong with being romantic. Don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But you, you, you want biblical love is going to always deal with truth. It's going to deal with truth. And what that truth is? The truth may be that uh, they see you growing into your dynamic person. But the truth may be Man, this is stuff. You got to deal with it, and that's the way it was with me. Seemed like I couldn't, I couldn't swim. Every time I turn around, man, I was getting rebuked almost every day. That was good. Now why? Because that means I had a lot of stuff that needed adjustment. But the Holy Spirit aided me. The Holy Spirit helped me. That's what he understands. He is a helper. And the only way that you can be able to receive correction is you being God conscious. You're God conscious. But too many of us, we are flesh conscious, soulish conscious, self-conscious. Me, 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 me. And so easily... One of the things that the Bible talks about, about love in First Corinthians chapter 13, we share on Christmas uh, Sunday, the weekend of Christmas, but we were teaching on love. And one of the things, love is not touchy, fretful, resentful, touchy, touchy, touchy. This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. The Bible says, the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. 
but the Spirit of God cannot share the love of God abroad in my heart because I won't let it. Because I'm focused on EJ. Me. That cannot be love. And the reason we say it cannot be love is because we don't know love and not experience love. You can have something that experienced it. You can have something that don't know it. I've been having this phone, uh, this kind of phone for years, and I'm sure this phone can do much more than what I do with it. And they call them smartphones. The problem with the smartphone, they're too smart. They don't work. So smart, they don't know how to fix themselves. So smart, well, I want to get there with these phones here. But there's a, I'm sure there's so many things that this phone can do that I have not sat down and given myself time to read upon it or get with somebody to show me all the different things that it can do. Have it, but don't know it. And that means then if I don't know it, it cannot be beneficial to me in the fullest capacity because I have not taken the time. So you can have something, but don't know it. Have something, but not to use it. So we and I can have the Holy Ghost, but don't know how to allow him to use us. Don't know him. So it's vital, ladies and gentlemen, that we begin to develop this relationship with the Spirit of the living God. As we're winding down 2012, this has been one of the greatest years of my life, for the simple reason, one of the most painful years, but greatest years. And see, here's love. Why would you allow me to go through so much pain if you love me? Because you see what the pain is going to produce. If you and I saw what the pain would produce, saw it before we went through the pain, know what it's going to produce, there would be no complaining. There would be no murmuring. There would be no attitude adjustments that's needed. If we are able to see what the pain is going to produce, the problem is when we experience the pain, we see nothing, nothing. We see no way out. And then that's where fretting comes in it, worry comes in, anxiety comes in, because I don't know what's going to happen to me. That's fear, self-preservation. Are you hearing the Holy Ghost tonight? We've got to come to the place, ladies and gentlemen, that we know him, obey him, and enter in the realm that God has ordained for us. This has been a great year, awesome year, painful year, but great year. Because at the end, my Lord, my Master, my King, Christ Jesus, is going to receive the maximum amount of glory out of my life. And he's going to receive it out of yours. As we get ready to wind down, and we have these few hours left, about five hours, a, a little over five hours left, I can make the adjustment. Don't prepare yourself for a service tonight, those of you that's going to be in a watch night service. Don't prepare yourself for a service. Prepare yourself for God. Prepare to meet him. 
Prepare to encounter him. Prepare to take back everything that the devil has stolen from you. Prepare to receive the manifestation of everything that God has promised you. Prepare. Prepare to receive the manifestation of the victory over every work of darkness. Prepare to receive the manifestation of the vengeance of God that's been released against every enemy of your spirit, every enemy of your soul, every enemy of your mind, every enemy of your body, every enemy of your marriage, every enemy of your children, every enemy of your grandchildren or great-grandchildren, every enemy of your siblings, your great-grandparents, your grandparents, your parents, every enemy of your pastor, every enemy of your congregation, every enemy of your business, every enemy of your investment, Prepare to receive the full manifestation of the vengeance of God against every enemy of the kingdom of God. Every enemy of the giftings of God in your life. Every enemy of your health. Every enemy of your wealth. Get ready to receive the full manifestation of the vengeance of God that has been released against the workings of darkness. Now I want to challenge you, and I really want you to do this with full strength and full authority, full force. I want you to really begin to take authority over the spirit of Baal. This year, binding, rebuking, calling it down. One particular prophet believed uh, that uh, Baal or Baal Hammon is the name of uh, uh, the Lord of wealth or abundance. That's one of Baal's names, Baal Hammon. And that is they believe that this is the spirit that uh, uh, is responsible for holding up the transferring of the wealth of the, of the wicked to the church. But we must war against this thing and continue to hit it and 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 hit it until the inheritance of our God is released to the church of the living God. In our prayer time, you hear uh, 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 a couple weeks ago, last week, week before last, whenever it was, uh, we dealt with that spirit of Baal. Let's begin to attack this thing because this is the one that tried to block and stop and hinder the transfer of the wealth. Not so. This is our due season, our set time, but we must not be ignorant of, of the device of the enemy, and we must not be ignorant of our opponents, ladies and gentlemen. That devil, when Baal is bound, his house can be plundered. And I want to lead you into a confession or a declaration, not a confession, a declaration. Let 2013 be the greatest manifestation of wealth that you have ever experienced since you've been saved. Can you believe God for that? 
that 2013 will be the greatest experience and manifestation of wealth than you have ever, ever experienced since you've been saved. Then repeat after me. Say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I take authority over the strong man Baal has been assigned to block, to stop, and to destroy my inheritance. The transfer that belongs to me and my children's children. I bind you now, Baal Hammond. I break your dominion. I break your influence. I call down the judgment of God upon you. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of the cross, I call you now, paralyzed, neutralized, and I put you to death out of my life, put you to death out of my children's life, and my children's children, until they come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Bill Hammond, you are paralyzed, neutralized, and put to death out of my church, out of my pastor's life. In the name of Jesus, out of the region that God assigned me to, I command the spirit of Belham to be rooted up and rooted out, and I drive you out by the finger of God even now in the name of Jesus. Father, release legions of angels to go forth and to bind them. Bill Hammond has been assigned to my life, my lineage, my church, my community, my region, my nation, in the name of Jesus. Let your warring angels go forth in great strength. Let your warring angels go forth in great authority. Let your warring angels go forth in great power, even now in the name of Jesus. Let your angels spoil the house of the strong man in the name of Jesus. I speak, I decree, and I declare supernatural wealth transfers now, supernatural Wealth transference now. Supernatural wealth transference now in the name of Jesus. I speak it. I decree it. And I declare it to be so. For it is proper. And it is lawful. And I permit it to be so. It is proper. It is lawful. And I permit it to be so. It is proper. It is lawful, and I permit it to be so. I decree and I declare that God is the creator of all wealth. God is the creator of the silver and the gold. My God is the creator of precious stones. And I loose you now from your manipulation of the wealth of this world in Jesus' name. And I bring right now the wealth 
that belongs to me, subject to the preeminency of Christ, subject to the Lordship of Christ, I call Jesus Lord over the wealth. I decree and declare Jesus is preeminent, have preeminency over the wealth. I speak it, I decree it, and I declare it to be so. For whom the Son has set free, they are free indeed. I call the wealth that belongs to me free now in Jesus' name. Free now in Jesus' name. And, Father, I thank you for great manifestations and demonstrations by the end, uh, O oh God, uh, of this night going into 2013. You are the miracle worker. I believe that I receive, and I thank you, Father, for the increase of the momentum of the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Ladies and gentlemen, my time is up. Once again, I want to pause. I have to get on this uh, line late. I was in the midst of uh, 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 studying. And uh, we don't have as many people. They probably got off because we're going to be on here. And I got on late. But nevertheless, I want to let you know uh, this has been an extraordinary year. God has blessed us exceedingly abundantly. Above all, we were able to ask a thing concerning the block Talk Radio. Uh, last time I checked, I haven't checked in a while. We had over 12,000 people that has tapped into this a few, few uh, months. Uh, tapped into the Blog Talk Radio. We're so grateful and thankful to the Lord uh, for that and using us as an instrument to be a blessing to you. We look forward to being even a greater blessing in 2013. We're looking forward to a greater uh, manifestation of the giftings of God on this Blog Talk Radio in 2013. And we just believe, God, that Jesus is going to show himself strong in your life. Once again, uh, if you need to know about the prayer line, you can go back to uh, go to our website and and get one of the reference numbers. Um, this is the one of the reference numbers uh, of the uh, of our last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday radio program. Or uh, go back to listen to one of the blog talk to our archives and listen to one of the, uh, the the radio programs that we've been having. We share almost every time we get on. So uh, we're looking forward to the last Monday and Tuesday of this particular month. Uh, being with you in uh, January, brother, being with you once again. So this has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie. Now, once again, my prayer that you have an explosive uh, move of God in your watch night service tonight. All over the world, all of us praying, and those that does, do not have a church home, you can come be with us at the Embassy Suite Hotel, Miami Airport uh, location. It will start at 10 o'clock, 10, going into the new year. God bless you. Love you. Appreciate you.